Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Benjamin Dixon Show is only possible with listener support. Go to www.TheBenjaminDixonShow.com to register for our blog and join the Progressive Army. Today is Tuesday. It is March 7th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me. We are in a full-blown psyops, a war, a disinformation campaign being waged on the entirety of this country by the conservative movement through Fox News and none other than Tucker Carlson, who last night spent the entirety of his show trying his best to convince us that two plus two is five, which was the party's greatest commandment. This is where we are in America. They're trying to convince us, Tucker Carlson and Fox News and the conservative movement. They are trying to convince us that what we saw with our own eyes on January 6th didn't actually happen. The violence that we saw didn't actually happen. The police officers who were the Capitol police officers who were accosted and assaulted, some who died later after the fact. We are being told that that wasn't what really happened because Tucker Carlson has received from Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House of the United States of America, has turned over thousands of hours of surveillance footage from January 6th to Fox News, a propaganda outlet that is facing a lawsuit from Dominion voting because, well, Fox News is not news. It is a propaganda machine. And the sitting Speaker of the House of the United States of America turned over to this propaganda machine thousands upon thousands of hours of surveillance footage to the dismay of the Capitol Police because, well, now, the people who enacted the insurrection of January 6th now have the full capacity of the House of Representatives surveillance capacity that has been turned over to Fox News. And Fox News now is pushing to have it turned over publicly as if we need the people who already executed the first insurrection of January 6th to have more background tape so that they can review the footage and see where they made their mistakes. But that's where we are. In America, we are at the stage of decline where we are told to not believe our lying eyes. You saw the carnage of January 6th. You saw the insurrection. You saw the attempt to overthrow democracy. But Tucker Carlson is so powerful, right? Fox News is so powerful that they believe. And quite honestly, it remains to be seen whether they're wrong or right. But they truly believe that they have the authority and the power to control the narrative of one of the greatest attacks on this country in our country's history. 
they are honestly and and they're in between trying to convince you that this was some type of false flag that was perpetrated by Antifa and undercover agents and trying to tell you that, well, it actually didn't happen at all because what happened was it was a tour. It was a tour. It was a peaceful tour. And this is what Tucker Carlson concocted last night. I'm going to play several clips for you along with clips from other conservative commentators so that I can demonstrate to you what they are doing. They know that they are lying. They know full well that they are lying through their teeth. They are habitual liars. They have no qualms whatsoever about being hypocritical lying scumbags. What they are trying to accomplish with this hypocrisy is to create and get and achieve critical mass amongst the supporters of conservatism, of white supremacy in this country, of insurrection. These are the same people who are anti-vaxxers. These are the same people who are aligned with Vladimir Putin. These are the same people who are attacking the LGBTQIA community. These are the same people who are attacking black life, the same people who support stand your ground laws and doctrines all around this country that are getting people killed, particularly black people killed. These are the same individuals who are trying to get their violent thugs off for January 6th. Just so that you know the score. Here is Tucker Carlson from last night doing his best impersonation of George Orwell's 1984. Within hours of January 6th, literally hours, you began to hear that day described as a deadly insurrection. And not described by one news outlet or one politician, but in unison by all of them. Almost like it was coordinated. A deadly insurrection. That's how history may record January 6th. But the tape that we reviewed from within the building on that day proves it was neither an insurrection nor deadly. By the evening of January 6th, the Democratic Party and its publicists in the national news media had settled on a description of what had happened that day. They distilled an enormous number of highly complex events, events that even now we don't fully understand, into a single emotionally related political slogan, which they've repeated for years with remarkable discipline. January 6th, they said, was a deadly insurrection. There was a deadly insurrection that the right wing is trying to cover up. He incited a deadly insurrection. Incited a deadly insurrection. The violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago it was about white supremacy in my view. A deadly insurrection. Everything about that phrase is a lie. Very little about January 6th was organized or violent. Surveillance video from inside the Capitol shows mostly peaceful chaos. Mostly peaceful chaos. I want you to listen very closely to the phrasing, the intentional sandbagging of the conversation. Obviously, he understands that there was violence. Obviously, he understands that it was an organized event. Yet he is using the chaos that ensued inside to suggest, see, these people weren't really organized. Look at how chaotic they are. He later on goes to use as evidence that this wasn't an insurrection, but rather a tour. He uses the the QAnon shaman who was famously or infamously uh, photographed inside of the Senate chambers. He used him as an example of this being an actual tour because 
Before he got into the Senate chambers, he was being guided around by Capitol Police, who, mind you, had already come to the conclusion at this point, according to an article from the New York Post, they had already come to the conclusion that they were outnumbered and that the way that they should handle this crowd was not a direct confrontation. However, it was only a few minutes before this crowd brought a direct confrontation to Capitol Police. Yet, Tucker Carlson uses this cherry picked moment where the shaman was not being violent, was not intruding onto the floor of the Senate chamber and uses that as proof that this wasn't really an insurrection, but it was rather a guided tour. Conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th. Well, Capitol Police officers and the police chief is blasting Tucker Carlson over his, quote, misleading January 6th footage. This is according to The Washington Post. Quote, after watching the first installment of Fox News host Tucker Carlson's look at Capitol surveillance footage from January 6th, uh, Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger sent out a memo to his department Tuesday morning denouncing the show as, quote, filled with offensive and misleading conclusions. The claim by Carlson that Capitol Police served as, quote, tour guides for Jacob Chansley, the horn-wearing QAnon shaman, was outrageous and false, Manger wrote. He said that Capitol Police were badly outnumbered on January 6th and that those officers did their best to use de-escalation tactics to try to talk rioters into getting each other to leave the building. Fox spokespeople did not immediately respond for request for comment. Of course, they didn't. That doesn't matter. The actual truth does not matter. What matters is Tucker Carlson's reach and Fox News's capacity to move the national discourse into the absurd. And if they can easily move the discourse into the absurd, then they can easily move the discourse into outright lies. And so now we are dealing with the momentum of the conservative echo chamber and whether or not they can gain enough steam to create critical mass. What is critical mass in this kind of context? Critical mass is when conservatives are able to create real political action off of outright lies through their propaganda echo chamber. We've seen this before. It's the same thing that we see happening on the school board level. They create a derangement around a boogeyman that does not exist, but they get enough people believing it as true that they move into action. And now we see school boards being overthrown. 
school board members being ousted because conservatives were able to create critical mass around a boogeyman. And this is exactly what Tucker Carlson is trying to spearhead all by himself because, well, yeah, apparently this mediocre white dude has this kind of power in America. If there's one takeaway from the corpus of footage that we spent three weeks looking at, it's that the January 6th committee lied. Its members are liars. And as the result of those lies, core civil liberties in this country were eroded. People went to prison. They're in prison as of right now unjustly. So those lies had consequences. So you have to ask yourself, whatever happened to the members of the January 6th committee? These liars who hurt people and the country. Well, let's see. Adam Schiff is running for Senate. Adam Kinzinger got a job at CNN. Liz Cheney somehow wound up a professor at the University of Virginia, Mm. the August University of Virginia. Ah, and so he's not satisfied simply with undermining the investigation on January 6th. He also wants to weaponize this same critical mass, the same ability to create a mob out of his sycophantic supporters. Those people who once do you remember the CNN study that showed that once a person unplugged from Fox News for 30 days, their beliefs went back to the norm Right. It's like you have to constantly be plugged into this propaganda machine to sustain the level of derangement and absurdity that's necessary for someone like Tucker Carlson to be able to completely change or attempt to change the narrative of a major attack on this country. This is analogous to someone trying to rewrite the history of 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 Pearl Harbor or 9-11. January 6th was an important day because it showed that white grievance will go so far, despite having access to all of the wealth in this country. Right. The the people who were out there on January 6th, you know, they had enough money to take off work and jump into their souped up, you know, uh, F-350s and their gas guzzlers uh, that were probably about 80, 90 thousand dollars a pop. And they came and cosplayed as patriots, uh, as revolutionaries, right? They had time, they have wealth, they have retirements, they have health care, they have everything that they need to be successful in this country. But the white grievance syndrome that plagues white supremacists and white conservatives in this country pushed them to the point of overthrowing this government. That is a consequential day in American history, because that was when the average white person and the American institutions as a whole realized, holy crap, we have been coddling these spoiled men, children so long, these white aggrieved, erroneously and falsely aggrieved, this contrived aggrievement. We have coddled them so long that now they're coming to attack the very country that has rolled out the red carpet for them. And and when they get caught, when when they realize that, oops, it really wasn't the masses of America who supported this false aggrievement. It really was just your ego. Once they realize, oh, some of us are about to go to jail because we attacked our country, then you weaponize an entire propaganda machine in Fox News and Tucker Carlson, and then you change the narrative you change the narrative by getting all of conservative media to echo what tucker carlson said and in doing that they can achieve critical mass to create real political change 
based on Tucker Carlson's lies. Here is an example of that echo chamber. Here is Ben Shapiro just moments ago echoing the lies that were first forwarded by Tucker Carlson as it pertains to January 6th. The reaction to January 6th was to throw Donald Trump off of all social media. It was to paint all Republicans as rioters, as people who are involved in criminality. As it turns out, even a huge majority of the people who were at the Capitol and in the Capitol that day were not, in fact, rioters. And then it became the global pretext for the attack on democracy routine from the globalized left. Basically, anytime a right winger would win an election anywhere globally, it turned into this is just like January 6th. It's an attack on democracy. And what needs to happen is that we need to stop the right wingers who are complicit in January 6th. January 6th became the rallying cry. And what you heard from the left is that January 6th was just as an important inflection point in American history as, for example, September 11th, when 3,000 Americans were murdered at the Twin Towers and at the Pentagon. What we heard is that all of American politics had to be recapitulated around this signal inflection point, this signal moment in American history. Well, as it turns out from a lot of the footage, the media accounts were, in fact, exaggerated. Now, again, this does not mean there wasn't a riot at the Capitol building. It doesn't mean the police officers weren't attacked. We saw all of that footage. But what the footage that, that Tucker showed last night showed is that some of the narratives that we were told were just flat out wrong. They were flat out lies, in fact, because if members of the January 6th committee saw the footage, and then they said these things. It turns out that some of those things were not true. Like what, though? And he doesn't go into telling us what it is. He then changes his argument to being about fueling conspiracy theories, et cetera, et cetera. It's what Ben Shapiro does so well, which is specialize in sophistry. You know, it's just from if, if I could just be egotistical for a moment. Um, it really is a shame how unskilled the propagandists who are capable of destroying this country actually have to be like the requirement for propagandists is kind of low um, because we really are just at a stage where they could simply lie without any evidence and by misconstruing and misrepresenting the evidence and then bring no receipts and just speak really quickly and speak intensely. It's really not... <laughs> It doesn't bode well for humanity. I would think that we would be up against a higher form and quality of propagandists. But what we're dealing with is a media machine that is able to elevate the most ridiculous arguments to the top as though they're quality quality arguments, like as as though it was the cream that was fomenting to the top. No, it's really just the bottom feeders who can use the opportunity of the algorithm the the elevation that the algorithm gives right wing propagandists, the push that they get from Fox News being so entrenched in every cafeteria around this country. I mean, at every gym, they just Fox News has has really done an amazing job of infiltrating every aspect of American life because people considered it to be news. We know better now, but because of the sheer power of conservatism media, they are able to spread the most ridiculous arguments and the sophists, the, the sophistry of people like Ben Shapiro 
Goldman's to the top. Here are two other uh, propagandists, Benny Johnson and Charlie Kirk of Turning Points USA, as they took the same talking points from Tucker Carlson and then regurgitated it to their audiences. Charlie, I know that you've been following this bombshell very closely. You've been calling out these lies mm-hmm. for a very long time, but now it sure is nice to see the bloody glove, the DNA, the OJ moment, right? It's, it's really nice to see in living color that we were right uh, and that so much of this was built on a lie, the lie that there was a deadly insurrection at the Capitol. That is, in fact, the big big lie. Do you agree? Yeah, there's so many levels to this. I sure hope actually we get justice, unlike in the OJ trial. Uh, So I hope it ends better than that. But uh, look, I I will say with this new footage coming out, it's very clear that the January 6th committee did a lot more covering up than they did actually investigating. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had these mountain, mountain of footage where they said they were looking into all the different details. And the one that bothers me the most that I'm going to be focusing on is the man that was over every newspaper, every media article, which was QAnon Shaman or the Chewbacca looking guy, who, if you look at the video footage, he was escorted by Capitol Police, not just one, but sometimes eight officers, very politely, very, you know, in a cordial way, like, oh, look, here's, you know, the rotunda. And he was getting a tour by these people. But the federal government saw the aesthetic of QAnon Chewbacca as a way to basically put him as the mascot of the show trial of the quote-unquote MAGA insurrection. This man never should have gone to prison. Yes, he went into the Capitol. He was escorted throughout the Capitol. He prayed for the police officers. But this is how cruel and awful our government is. Now, you tied this on to all of the bottom feeders from top to bottom, from Tucker Carlson's prestigious platform at Fox News, all the way down to the bottom feeders of of podcasts and YouTube. And uh, you throw in the Twitter affair now, the Twitter files. You throw in the fact that Elon Musk is on social media right now today echoing these same sentiments. We all know that it's fake. We all know that what Tucker Carlson did last night was the height of propaganda, but that doesn't matter. All that matters is that these people, these conservatives from Elon Musk to Tucker Carlson to Ben Shapiro to Benny Johnson to Charlie Kirk to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene to all of the politicians, the right wing politicians who are who are co-signing this. They know all they have to do is to give the appearance of the consensus of the masses to create critical mass to move their supporters into some type of political action, whether it be another insurrection, whether it be to go out and to cause chaos like they did at all of the school board meetings across the country during the pandemic. They specialize in in undermining the ability for our government to function. So if they don't do anything else but get political action like this, but here's what they really want. They want political action enough to get every one of those insurrectionists out of jail as if we did. I mean, as if that many went to jail in the first place. Right. There were thousands of people out there and only a few hundred have actually gone to trial. But their goal is to create enough consensus to give the appearance that it is truthful that these people have been violated, that they were not deadly insurrectionists, but they were just peaceful, happy tourists. And funny enough, this is exactly the same technique that got the morons from January 6th to get up out of their nice, comfortable homes, 
where I'm sure they have some kind of, you know, boat, the little cheap boat that they purchased out there that they like to hitch up and go out to the water park and and to go fishing with some of their drinking buddies. Like they have enough money to live that kind of decent, modest life. And those idiots listen to the consensus building of Fox News. They listened to the propaganda of people like Tucker Carlson and they believed it enough to create critical mass enough to go and actually execute January 6th. Now, funny enough, before we go to this break, Charlie Kirk actually sponsored 80 buses to go to January 6th. So the fact that he has not been questioned, the fact that he's not in jail, that shows the power of conservatism. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash the BPD show and get twice the content and unfiltered interviews without any of the commercial interruptions. And here we go. Very special welcome to our newest patron, Kimberly Frazier Blakely. Thank you so much for being our newest patron. This entire patron party is for you. Oh. A little bit of go-go for y'all. Wait a minute. You too can become a part of this prestigious and prodigious patron family by going to patreon.com forward slash the BPD show where you get twice the content, none of the commercial interruptions, and you get access to our patron parties, which we have one coming up this Friday night with DJ Exclusive and Rebecca Zorge. You do not want to miss it. Patreon.com forward slash the BPD show. And for everyone else, we'll be back right after this commercial break. Oh, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Benjamin Dixon Show. Visit us online at TheBenjaminDixonShow.com. Welcome back. Yeah. I want to play a clip of some responses to the presentation, quote unquote, presentation from Fox News last night. Uh, the first clip is of Representative Joe Wilson. He is the congressperson from the second congressional district of South Carolina, Republican. Listen to him as he took time on the floor of the House of Representatives to thank Tucker Carlson for his presentation last night. And I guess it's makes sense that they would continuously desecrate the floor of the House of Representatives, not as though it's so, you know, it's not holy at all. But, you know, the Republicans have no problem desecrating it even further since their colleagues took the time to defecate literally on the floor of the Congress. Take a listen into Joe Wilson. In conclusion, God bless our troops who successfully protected America for 20 years as the global war on terrorism continues moving from the Afghanistan safe haven to America. Thank you, Tucker Carlson, last night with January 6th, Tucker Investigates, which Glenn Beck has correctly identified as every level has been lying about January 6th. End of quote. The truth has finally been revealed. Uh, wow. The truth has finally been revealed. Now, 
I am not a fan of Mitch McConnell. I think Mitch McConnell is one of the reasons we are where we are right now. Um, and to say I'm not a fan is <laughs> is putting it lightly. However, he distanced himself from Fox News and from the other Republicans who are trying to make it seem as though January 6th didn't really happen. Here he is in his presser. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. And then he proceeds to hold up a the statement, the statement that I read earlier in today's broadcast uh, as reported on by Washington, the Washington Post, um, where the chief of the Capitol Police made it clear that this was no tour. Again, this is um, this is the fact that the Capitol Police identified very early that they were outnumbered. And while they were waiting on a response from the executive branch in terms of getting some backup, some support, some troops down there, uh, they were left alone to fend and fight off uh, these attackers. And so instead, you don't go into a, a, a fight outnumbered. They try to de deescalate. And this is what the chief of the Capitol Police said. And this is what Mitch McConnell is trying to associate himself with. Now, Mitch McConnell is still a part of the broader push towards fascism. Uh, I think he comes from the school of thought that you can get whatever you want as a white conservative in this country if you just manipulate the system um, as much as you possibly can. This is a new breed of conservatives who say we don't care that we literally have everything that we want we want to break the system anyway because, well, Fox News told us we should be mad. So this is the only difference. It's not as though Mitch McConnell has such a um, his opinion now, you know, whitewashes all of the other things that he has done to destroy and damage this country. Uh, but he draws the line at overthrowing the country. So maybe that's something. Here's Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre as she was asked about Tucker Carlson's propaganda. Last night, Tucker Carlson cherry-picked video surveillance from the January 6th insurrection, severely downplaying the events of that day. Uh, he said the mob was orderly and meek and that they were tourists instead of insurrectionists. What's your response to Carlson and to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who granted him access to that video? Um, anybody who watched that video would strongly disagree. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a with their own eyes in a real way and saw what happened on that day would, would disagree with what was just stated. Um, the president has been very clear. January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. And we should be focused on making sure that never happens again. And so we are certainly, uh, we agree. I know um, uh, Minority Leader and, uh, uh, and uh, Senator Schumer have already said this and would hope that keeping the Capitol and Congress safe and secure remains uh, congressional leaders' number one goal. And that should be our focus. And that should be what should be considered here. Um, and uh, again, it was one of the darkest days of our democracy. And all you have to do is watch those videos and see how horrific it was, see how sad it was, see an attack on the Capitol, which should not be happening in 2020. And uh, we got to get down to the bottom of what happened. Again, it was an attack on our democracy. 
And uh, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, just leave it there because that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. That's the language, the language that was used. And I think it's very critical as we get ready to, to close out the public portion of this. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash the BPD show to get access to the next uh, half because I'm going to continue talking about this just a little bit more. And then I have some other stories that I want to cover, namely Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, who is doing his best to do two things. He's trying his best to force everyone back into the office. He's trying his best to stop people from working from home. And then he has also uh, asked all shopkeepers in New York to require people to take off their masks as they come into their stores uh, to help prevent, quote unquote, violence. Uh, that is a violent act itself. When you consider we're still in the pandemic, we'll be talking about that and a few other stories in the patrons only episode, patreon.com forward slash the BPD show. I want to leave this public portion with this. We are dealing with violent insurrectionists who are interested in overthrowing this government for any number of contrived grievances. They feel as though they have been slighted in a country. White conservative men feel as though they have been slighted in this country and that they must take it back over away from black people in wokeness, away from gay people in the LGBTQIA community, away from women's rights, away from Jewish people, away from Muslims. They believe it so much so that they got into their souped up pickup trucks and they drove all the way to Washington, D.C. on January 6th to overthrow the election results because they were told to by the likes of Fox News, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump and the rest of the conservative movement. Patrons, stay tuned. Everyone else, I'll see you next time.